What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens play the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got a question from Maya and another question from Ian. My name is Maya, and I really like Shark King. What if you can turn into a polka dot? Thank you. Thank you. Maya, you like Shopkins too? Gosh, I'm hearing so much about these things lately. And I think your question is very inventive. Let's hear what Ian has to say. Hello, my name's Ian, and I'm 20 years old, and I like cats and baseball. And my question is, what if cats are chips? That was Ian, and he's four years old. He likes cats and baseball. And his question is, what if cats our rocket ships. Thank you. Well, Ian, you know I love baseball, and I am always up for a good cat question. So let's get right into your story. Mr. Eric, who waits for me? Abacus? Of course it is I, Abacus P. Grumbler, having traveled all the way from What If World. Now, I know where you're from, Abacus. I just really want to get the story started. But I've got to tell the children about a new video I'm starring in. Well, uh, you know, I'm in the video too, Abacus. I don't remember that part. Okay, well, if you want to quiet Abacus down, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash whatifworld. Would you like Mr. Eric to tell you a story on Facebook Live? Abacus, this is shameless. Let's just get to the story. Would you like cool stickers delivered straight to your door? Or PDF workbooks right to your inbox? Okay, thank you, Abacus. I just want all our listeners to know that What If World will always be free, but Miss Karen and I are trying to devote more of our time to growing our podcast. And you can help us by checking out our Patreon. Go check us out to see our cool video and get a free workbook just for looking. And now it's, it's story, story time. time. I, I said it first. Besides, that's not even the thing that I say. Really? You should say something like that. How else will people know? JF Cat, Dame Dot, Berry Fields, Sniff the Cat, and dozens of other people and creatures from all over Water World were packed on a tiny rocket ship. Mondays, said Sniff the Cat. Why's What If World always get destroyed on Mondays? The rocket ship started lifting off in the air, but it only got a foot before. The engine sputtered out and it fell back to the ground with a big burst of rocket fire. Of course, all the fur burns off my tail. Sniff the cat, grabbed the nearest fire extinguisher and 
put out all the fire on the tipped-over rocket ship. Fortunately, everyone was wearing their safety belts, so no one was hurt other than a few bumps and bruises. I don't understand, said Barry Fields. It should have worked. I'm confused as well. I mean, how difficult can it be to build a rocket ship? said J.F. Cat. I don't even really remember how we got here, said Sniff the Cat. It is a very interesting story. Dame Dot, a little purple polka dot, clad in golden armor, was helping everyone out of their seats and off the ship. It all started yesterday afternoon. Aw, flashbacks. I can't stand flashbacks. Oh, I'm sure this flashback will be all kinds of exciting. It was the annual What If World Reunion baseball game, and it was a really hot day. A baseball game? There's nothing more boring than baseball. Shh. Just enjoy the flashback. As I was saying, it was a very hot day. But who won pinch? Swung on and missed, said Pterodactyl. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. Iron outside. Ball three, said Pterodactyl again. That's it. Flashback over. I don't know how you did that. Everyone knows baseball's fun to play, but not so fun to listen to. But without the flashback, how will anyone know how he got here? You mean how we all decided it was too hot to play baseball, so we'd take a rocket ship to outer space where it's cooler? Uh, we oui, said Dame Dot. That is, uh, the general gist of it, yes. And it didn't work. But we spent all day building that rocket ship, said Barry Fields, the little strawberry shopler. And all I got was a half-burned-off tail. Wait a minute. One of my citizens is injured. J.F. Cat patted his two little paws together. It barely made any sound at all, but just the same, a dozen cats, all in blue scrubs, rushed over to sniff the cat and got him right on an ambulance. Oh my goodness, said Barry Fields, jumping on to sniff the cat's shoulder at the last second. Oh dear, said Dame Dot, and jumped on to Barry Fields' little shoulder. Well, everyone's doing it, said J.F. Cat and jumped onto one of the doctor's shoulders. Residential business. Okay, said the kitty doctor. And before you knew it, they'd rushed Sniff the Cat to the Whathouse's finest hospital. I just lost the fur on my tail. It might even grow back, said Sniff. Gentle cats, we can rebuild him. We have the twinology. We have the capability to build the world's first rocket ship cat. Sniff the cat will be that cat. Better than he was before. Better. Rocketer. Twinier. Uh, I'd be happy with just a tail wig. Nonsense. Hasn't every cat always dreamt of being a rocket ship? I mean, sure, I'd love to be a rocket ship. (laughs) But the last rocket ship we built kind of exploded. And now you want to make him into a rocket ship using twine? Well, of course. We're cats. All the kitty doctors suddenly leapt into action. It looked like they were just tangling and untangling length after length, 
yard after yard, mile after mile of twine into an intricate little kitty tail. J.F. Cat, Dame Dot, and Barry Fields were asked to go outside to the waiting room while they attached the tail. It was so hot all over What If World that they were sweating even as they sat still. How much longer do you think this will take? said one of the doctors as she wheeled out Sniff the Cat. All done? Fantastic! I can't wait to play baseball in outer space. Well, I don't know if my tail's big enough to fit a whole baseball team. Doctor, how long will it take to turn all cats into rocket ships? Well, Unacceptable! We were supposed to play in outer space tonight. Well, we could fit any number of players on his tail, if they were polka dots. You could even fit nine players? We oui. polka dots are two-dimensional. I only take up more space because of this armor. But you'd need at least 18 players, plus a couple of umps and some fans. Can you fit, like, 50 people? If you are polka dots, we can fit infinity people on one tail. That can't be right. <coughs> said the kitty doctor and gave a nod to Dame Dot. Let me demonstrate. And just like that, pew, 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 pew. she blasted out a dozen polka dots of different colors, turning each of the dozen cat doctors into polka dots. Then all twelve polka dots rolled together, and it looked like there was just one. And watch this. Dame Dot took off her golden armor, rolled in front of the polka dots, and now it just looked like there was one purple polka dot. This feels like some kind of weird magic. Rocket ship cattails made out of twine, I can understand. But thirteen polka dots taking up no more space than one polka dot? That's weird. When they wheeled Sniff the Cat to the curb of the hospital, they found thousands of citizens of What If World clamoring outside. Cam the Cannoli, a Shopler friend of Barry Fields, walked up to the president. Yo, Prez, it's too hot here. My cannoli cream is melting, and it's made out of plastic. You better get us all off of this world ASAP. Hey, Cam. We were just about to go to outer space and play baseball. What are you nuts? The world's practically melting over here, and you guys are playing baseball. Seems kind of melting over here. The whole crowd was complaining. Listen to me. We can all turn into polka dots and jump on the rocket ship and travel in outer space in cool comfort. Ah, you mean because we'd only be taking up spaces in two dimensions and thus theoretically an infinite number of us could fit on his tail? Uh, we and Dame Dot set about turning them all into polka dots. And they all rolled into a tight little stack, taking up no more space than Dame Dot herself. Well, we probably should have taken this for a test flight first, but... Sniff the cat lashed his tail out perfectly straight, and the countdown began. Barry Fields, the only one who wasn't a polka dot, pulled a seatbelt across the thousands of other people who'd all been turned into dots. 
and the twine-tail rocket ship blasted them off all the way into outer space. Well, that worked. I just hope I'm able to breathe in the vacuum of outer... Bits of the twine-tail unraveled and retwined together to form an airtight seal over Sniff the Cat. Kids at home, don't try to build rocket ships out of twine. And just like that, they were all floating in outer space. Wow, it's so much cooler up here in outer space. And since you're all polka dots, you don't need to breathe or anything, so you can just spread out and play baseball. Just be careful not to drift away forever, said Dame Dot. All the thousands of polka dots were already leaving his tail and floating around, checking out outer space, getting warmed up for the baseball game. Wait a minute. We can get lost forever in outer space. Don't worry, your polka dots. You could not get hurt. Sure, but uh, I don't want to be a polka dot forever. Just basically for the baseball game. Hey, Barry Fields, I think maybe I'm doing that old floating away forever thing. It was Cam Cannoli. He looked like a flaky brown polka dot with a little bit of white at the top. Well, just come back here, Cam. Oh, just because I can understand being two-dimensional doesn't mean I'm any good at it. When they saw the little pastry polka dot floating farther and farther away, I'll just blast my rocket for a second and go catch him. Wait, no! Meow! The force from his twine tail blasted him towards Cam Cannoli, and at the same time, it blasted a thousand other polka dot people in a thousand different directions. Oh man, I really should have done a head count before this field trip, said Barry Fields. She was a three-dimensional toy, but she was just a little shopler. She hopped from one polka dot person to the next, pushing them back towards Sniff the rocket ship. I think I saved just about everybody, she said a few hours later. She jumped over a thousand times, and it had taken her several hours. And when she looked behind her, all she could see was Petrina the Pirate's polka dot, floating far off in the distance. Thank you for saving a little old polka dot lady. She floated there in outer space for, well, she couldn't even really tell how long. She couldn't even tell how fast she was going. But sometimes, old stars faded out of sight, and new ones came into view. It's so pretty out here, but it's getting really cold, and I'm really starting to miss my friends. One star in particular seemed to be getting bigger and bigger. And as it got bigger, Barry Fields started to feel warmer and warmer. Hmm. We shoplers were taught that the sun was a lemon-frosted cupcake in the sky, but maybe it could be a colossal burning ball of gas after all. She tried to move away from the sun, but there was nothing else to bounce off of. Now it was even hotter than it had ever gotten on What If World. She could feel her green, leafy, plastic hair starting to melt. No one deserves to live in heat like this. But I'm just glad I saved my friends. Just then, she saw a glint far off. Could it have been a spotted cat moving across the sky? It was hard to say. Guys, it's me, cried Barry Fields. Your shortstop. That gave her an idea. 
She reached up with her scrawny little strawberry arm to her half-melted hair and snapped a piece of that green leaf right off. She rolled the soft green plastic up like a baseball and tossed it with all her might towards the sun. Did that move me at all? Did it even slow me down? She wasn't sure, but she felt like maybe it made a difference. So she tried it again. Snap! She broke off a little piece of hair, rolled it up into a little green ball, and tossed it right towards the sun. Is that little spotted blur getting closer? Maybe it was. She wasn't sure. But all she had was hope, so... Every little bit of her leafy hair got smushed up into a green baseball and tossed toward the sun. Just as she was running out of hope and leafy hair. Took you long enough to find us, Barry, said Sniff, the rocket ship cat. And then she heard a thousand cheers echo from inside his little tail. Hooray! Yeah, I knew okay. we'd find ya! I wasn't Hooray! so sure, but I'm Hooray! glad we did! Hooray! Hooray! Lady, you better never give me a scare like that again, said Cam Cannoli as soon as she got on board. Finally, they got back to What If World, where it was still pretty hot, if not as bad as it had been. Who would have thought thousands of two-dimensional creatures taking a cat-powered rocket ship into outer space to play baseball would have been complicated, said J.F. Cat. I could have told you, you can't just run away from your problems. It was that fish. Do you remember him from episode 31, What If Dolphins Could Fly? Of course they don't remember me. It's more convenient to forget. But, I mean, we're talking about serious global warming. You can't just take a rocket ship to outer space in we order to... We saved everybody again! Well, sure, Barry, for for one day, but but you gotta look at the bigger picture here. Who put this fish bowl outside of the hothouse anyway? Am I supposed to eat you or something? No, you're supposed to listen to me. Uh, 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 we gotta reduce our carbon footprint and invest in renewable energy. Like kitty rocket ships, you mean? That's not what I... Well, well, uh, well sure, I, actually, uh, yeah, I mean, kitty rocket ships don't pollute, so why not? And maybe my pocket dot power can create electricity. And then global warming will stop forever, yay! Mr. Eric, can you say the thing? No, m- m- Mr. Eric, people need to know that you, you can't just make one cat rocket ship and, 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 and save the world. Ah, not again. Well, thank you, Maya and Ian, for another great pair of questions. I hope you liked your story. If you're digging What If World, please do check out our Patreon. It'll just take you a minute. And if you're looking for a way to help that doesn't cost a dime, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Folks at home, we're part of Kids Listen. It's a community of podcasters and radio hosts who want to make great content for kids. And in the month of July, a bunch of us are doing summer travel-themed shows and letting you know about each other. There are two great podcasts I want to take a quick minute to tell you about today. The first is Book Power for Kids. It's actually hosted by kids. Chaska, Leilani, and Mirabelle are so smart, and they do such a good job of reviewing these books. If you ever want to be a good storyteller, you have to do a lot of reading. 
I also want to tell you about Ear Snacks, a podcast hosted by my friends Andrew and Polly. They are such talented musicians. They know so much more about music than me. Whenever I do a song for one of my shows, I think, gosh, I wish I had their talents. They get great interviews. It's a really, really cool show to check out. So if you love What If World, you should look into the whole Kids Listen Network. And while you're at it, check out Book Power for Kids and Ear Snacks. I hope you like them. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall, my editor and producer. Craig Martinson, our theme songwriter, Jason O'Keefe, our resident artist, and all you curious kids out there who want to find out other ways to help keep this world cool. Until we meet again, keep wondering. What if world, this is what